0: And I'm Darcy. Did you know that pornography doesn't have to destroy you or your marriage? We're the parents of eight active members of the Church of Jesus Christ, the Latter-day Saints, and we love to help people just like you. We're here to share hope and healing as we take you through our journey and the journeys of our amazing clients to greater joy and love. Come grow with us to a happier, more meaningful life. Welcome Welcome to to the the Self Mastery -Mastery Podcast. Podcast. Hey everybody and welcome to another beautiful Mastery Monday here on the Self Mastery Podcast. Happy Father's Day! Hopefully it was uh, really just like a pleasant day for you. (laughs) Maybe it was lots of food, lots of kind words. We had uh, some really great speakers in church on Sunday. Uh, So today I guess when I'm recording this, but uh, tomorrow for you guys or yesterday for you guys. Uh, So good. What a great day. Um, I love Father's Day. I had my parents over for we had our my parents over for dinner we had pasta which Darcy always makes an amazing sauce so i love it we're so i'm so grateful to have her as a wife before i forget this week i have a free masterclass set up for you on wednesday at 7:30 p.m. mountain time we are going to be learning about how to s- drop the porn struggle so be sure to register at zackspafford.com/freecall z a c h s p a f f o r d slash free call. Um, All right. So today I want to talk about how to become an expert on yourself and why it matters if, uh, if you want to leave pornography behind. Um, Oftentimes when I am talking to clients and I'm reflecting back on my own experiences, there's some pretty common themes that I see. And one of them is how much time all of us spend focusing on things outside of us to try and control our results or really to be a victim. So I think there's two possibilities, right? So when we focus outside of us, we are trying to control others or we are placing ourselves in a position of victimhood. And, uh, and, and that I either one of those leads us to feel like we're totally out of control in the long run because we can't in the long run, we really can't control others. And when we're uh, a victim, you know, we're not responsible for the results. So then we become uh, out of control as well. So the question that you want to ask yourself, so when I'm talking about this, the question you really want to ask yourself is how much time do you spend focusing on things outside of you uh, and trying to control the results because of that. So uh, part of the reason that I think we all struggle in, especially in pornography, um, is, is anxiety. And, you know, there's this near universal sense among us when we have anxiety that something outside of us is causing our pain. When we struggle, so, you know, for instance, when when Darcy was upset with me about pornography use, I was the problem. When we struggle, especially when that struggle involves other people, we tend to label them as the problem. So I want to be really clear here. It is true that by virtue of just being a human, other people, especially our spouses, can be part of the problem. It's much more, uh, you know, that's a really important distinction, but it's much more important to recognize our own role in our own anxieties and why they exist than it is to place blame outside of us, to place it on somebody else. You know, here's what I mean. A lot of times I have people who say, well, if only my wife would have sex with me more, then I wouldn't look at porn or... I wish Sharon in accounting would dress more modestly because she triggered me. Okay, anytime you use the word trigger, by the way, I think that um, is—I think that's very much an external focus, right? We're saying this thing over here created this result in my life. What's happening around this is that our anxiety around being a good person finds a place outside of us to focus, and then that, and then we make that thing the problem. Once that occurs, we no longer own our agency. We've given it away often to someone who has no idea that they even have it, right? Sharon in accounting, she has our agency because we're like, well, if she wouldn't dress this way or my wife, if she would have more sex with me, right? Th- now I'm not in charge of myself. They are, and they don't even know it. While this isn't really the only reason why people choose pornography or struggle when their spouse does, it, it's the one I want to talk about today. I also want to give you one simple exercise that you can use to begin leaving behind your external focus and then refocus on yourself as the owner and agent of your own happiness. So let's talk about this. When we are anxious, there are basically four responses that are available to us. And you're probably familiar with flight uh, or fight. Those are probably the most obvious ones to you. Whenever we have danger or anxiety or frustration or whatever, fight or flight or Um, those are probably the ones that come to the mind most. But there's also freeze and worry. Now, worry is probably the one that comes up most often when we're talking about anxiety around pornography. For men and women who choose pornography, we are worrying about how we are going to keep from viewing or choosing pornography. For women and men who are supporting someone who chooses pornography, they are worrying about how they can keep their partner from choosing pornography in the future. This endless cycle of worry and imagining new worries is keeping us from engaging directly with the actual reality-based struggle that we're facing. So let me tell you what I mean. I think this worry cycle puts us in a place of victimhood. What I mean is when we label the source of our struggle as some external individual or force that we don't have any power to control we become victims in a perpetual downward spiral of victimhood. You know, we try to control and then we fail and then that leads to repeating that process. This is us investing a lot of time and a lot of energy and not getting what we want out of it. For pornography users, you know, I, <laughs> you know, raise your hand if you're this guy. You know, how many programs have you invested in? How many plans have you put together? How many times have you given your power to others? Uh, like, you know, tell your wife, hey, you know, I need you to control my browser or whatever, only to find that when the urge comes and we get on that path to finding porn, we find it. And then for spouses, you know, they invest a lot of time thinking up ways to manage their partner's internet, working to distract their eyeballs, and then worrying excessively about the time, the next time that the pornography user might fail and how they can't control them. So and then of, of course, for pornography users, we also spend a lot of time working to manage our spouse's perceptions of us. And and that's, I think that's a two way street everybody, most people in the beginning of their immaturity in a relationship, and, and maybe even for a long time in their relationship, they we worry about how we can manage our, our spouse's perceptions of us. All of us understand that the behaviors of our spouse are part of the problem because they are really important to us. Our spouse is important to us and their behavior does impact us. So I wanna be clear about that. But what we forget is that the behaviors of our spouse are not the cause of our problems. The cause of our problems, the cause of our struggle, the cause of our continued anxiety is that we aren't very good with dealing with our own anxiety. So in other words, acting like our spouse is the cause of our problems is like acting like the policeman who pulled us over is the cause of our problems. You know, that policeman might might be creating a painful moment because he's doing his job, but he didn't create the problem. So, you know, just to be clear, that isn't to say that we deserve how our partner is behaving. It's just a metaphor about how we need to focus ourselves back on ourselves rather than saying, well, the policeman's bad and he's my problem. So instead of giving away our agency to others, here's what I want you to do instead. This will help you refocus your efforts on yourself. Instead of asking yourself, why am I so anxious? Instead, I want you to ask yourself, how do I manage my anxiety and how effective is it? Or or rather than asking yourself, why doesn't my wife or husband understand me? Try instead, what part am I playing in the way my relationship is functioning? Questions that focus in on what I'm doing, what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling are going to help each of us focus in on ourselves. If you want to get better at this, you're going to have to focus in on yourself. Now, here's the thing. This isn't going to solve the problem right away. This isn't going to fix everything overnight. So sorry, if you were coming here and you were like, this is going to be the one thing I need. It's not the one thing you need. It's a very good place to start. Because once you get this base understanding of what it is that you're actually doing, how you're creating your own difficulty, your own struggles in this process, guess what? Then we're going to be able to move on to the next thing. And you're going to love all of the things that you do. You know, you could listen to all these podcasts and so many of them have great insights. But if you can't see what it is that's going on for you and refocus in on you, not very many of these are going to be super helpful. And that's in part, that's why people often need a coach. I like to say it's difficult to read the label from inside the bottle. And, you know, Tiger Woods has a coach. Why? Because a coach can see your swing in real time and help you make adjustments. So when you're thinking about, well, how do I focus in? How do I get better at focusing in on me? You know, you can obviously, you can sign up for the membership. You can sign up uh, to have a consult with me by going to zachspaffordcom slash work with me. But that practice, that work That you and I would do together is to help you observe, just like we're talking about right here, how to see what it is that you're doing that's creating your own struggle, your own difficulty. Now, you might be a spouse who's listening to this and you're going, well, if my husband would just stop looking at porn, then we wouldn't have a problem. And I'm going to tell you uh, the the same thing that Darcy would say right now. And I hope that you can hear this from a position of love because I think it's really important to know that, yeah, I, I absolutely understand why you feel the way that you feel. But I can also tell you that focusing in on your partner's struggle is not going to solve the problems in your relationship. It's just going to, you know, let's say your husband did just magically stop looking at porn. There would be something else that would come up and you would still have to deal with the same dynamic and that same dynamic would you know lead to the same problems the same uncomfortable unhappy scenario in your in your life so y- you got to be clear and you got to be willing to say i know that i don't like my husband viewing porn or you know if you're a husband and you're saying i know that i don't like the way that my wife does or doesn't do x and that sometimes creates anxiety and that and it leads me to choose pornography. But I don't have control over my husband or my wife, I only have control over me. So what is it that I'm doing in this dynamic that's creating the difficulty for me that I can actually look at, solve for, and change? Because what this process is doing for you is reframing the entire conversation for your mind and it's, taking, it's going to take you to this place where your mind is now looking at the problem in a more advantageous way. It's going to actually solve for the right thing, the thing that's actually solvable, something you have control over. You, right? You are the thing you have control over. And, that, and when we focus our brain on the right problem, it will solve it. And then the things that you can actually do and the things that you can actually change will become apparent and you will solve for them. So I hope this was helpful. I hope it, you know it's a very, very simple exercise. But if you will do it, you will get better, you will start succeeding, you will begin the process of going down the path as far as you need to go. And if you want a little extra help, come see me. Let's get you on the schedule. All right, you guys I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing week. I'm so excited for this week for me personally, because it's gonna be an amazing, awesome week. And I'm gonna have a lot of fun this week. Just hanging out with my kids, doing all the fun things that we get to do here in St. George. If you guys come down here, shoot me a note. I want to talk to you. Let's, let's hang out. Let's have lunch. I love going to lunch. Uh, there, there's a place called Red Fort. Amazing, amazing food. Um, but if you're here, let's let's get together. All right. Love you guys. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the self mastery podcast every day Darcy and I work with amazing men and women to remove pornography from their lives and relationships. If you're ready to take the next step in your journey, let us help you sign up for a consult at zachspaffordcom slash work with me. And you can set up some time for you or your spouse to meet with me or with Darcy, and we can help you get started on your self mastery journey.